podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Now, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world on HBO Pay-Per-View, ladies and gentlemen, from Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Hello sports fans and thank you for listening to the TTM Sports Show, the sports podcast that's by the fans, for the fans, where you can guarantee explosive debate, trending topics, big interviews and guests, and regular uploads. Proudly sponsored by Prestige Paving and Patios and Anstis Grounds and Gardens. So strap yourself in for the latest episode of the TTM Sports Show. Welcome to episode number 67 of the TTM Sports Show. My name is James. And my name is James. And together we are TTM Sports and we present to you the TTM Sports Show. On this episode today, we have got a big review of the January transfer window. Yeah, I mean, it was a bit of a weird transfer window. Nothing really happened very much and then it just went bang in the last couple of days and everything started happening, which usually usually is the way in January to be fair but it, it did seem to kick off a bit obviously you had the injection of the Newcastle money coming into play you had new managers at clubs for example Antonio Conte uh, Stephen Gerrard at Aston Villa so the, there were managers that needed to make their uh, mark on their squad ins and outs pretty much straight away um, so we saw a lot of that happening but what we're going to firstly we're going to look at James well is who had the best window well we had a we had a we had a little think about this didn't we we did put it out on twitter as well we did and we did do a twitter poll i think uh for, for me personally um in the twitter poll I, put, I could only put four clubs in there and i really wanted to put about eight in there mm. um the clubs that i put in there as i put uh i put liverpool football club i put in there aston villa uh newcastle barcelona for that matter but other clubs i could put in there would be maybe everton Bournemouth have had a great window. Yeah, a lot of people were saying opinion. Bournemouth, Bournemouth on Twitter have as had well. a really good. But for the Premier League, you, you could argue and say Villa, Newcastle, Everton. I think you've put Liverpool in there, James, as a bit of uh, personal club bias. Well, I wouldn't say bias. I, I think uh, I Luis would... Diaz is probably one of the best deals of the window. Yeah, we, we spoke about it off air and we said it's probably he's probably the best player that's come into the Premier League in this window. So that alone is, is worth saying you know fair play to Liverpool it's good business you've got a good player in yeah absolutely I think um, you know Everton again uh, have spent a lot of money um, so you would, you would you'd have to put them into the mix but we were also saying talking about Rafael Benitez a couple of podcasts ago we mm. were talking and saying this guy at Newcastle I believe was run under the bus he had no money to spend he kept him up doing a hell of a lot of better job than Steve Bruce did in my opinion no 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 I, did, I, I, think, I, he, didn't, no. I think he had we were playing better football he had no money no. and they get bought out he then goes to Everton again he's told you've got no money and that's a fact he was told that they've got no money Rafael Benitez what happens he leaves Frank Lampard comes in with Paul Clermont desperately trying to get back into the game as an assistant it's a fact because when he's gone on his own it's gone wrong yeah. um, and then he's been coming in and they've spent Listen to this, okay? Everton has spent nearly £59 million. Yeah, Everton's a weird one because, like you said, James, in the summer it was, oh, Rafa Benitez, what a great job he's done on a budget. And in reality, that they've 
probably had some issues with financial fair play because they've spent like it's going out of fashion. Money's been burning a hole in Farhad Mashiri, Jim White's best mate's pocket. Yeah, 56 million. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if they'd have given Rafa Benitez 56 million in the summer, they could have cut out all this this time waste. They've wasted half a season now, Everton. Again, that's their problem. They waste huge periods of seasons. That's why they never. They spend never money successful. on. on, on, on rubbish as well yeah they're, they're, they're really guilty they're like it. the they're they're like the bin dippers like they get everyone's rubbish you know they've signed donny van der beek really good signing really good signing on paper it is but but yeah but they had davy classen three four years ago couldn't get a tune out of him morgan schneiderlin came across from man united a similar sort of player darren gibson back in the day yeah darren gibson they're just, they're you know, everton are just everton are just a dumping ground because they think they're Big. in the conversation when realistically they're not they're not even at the kids table with clubs like Leicester and so, West so Ham see, so we see imagine all the football clubs it's like a restaurant yeah you would have like your royal family dining you know five star caviar in in this window and you would argue Man City with Alvarez coming in young wonder kid one of the best around I've heard um, and you probably agree with it you'd yeah have, from River Plate from River Plate you'd yeah. have Barcelona that, 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 that do have old money but they've you know off record they've been dining out in McDonald's at three in the morning through the drive-thru. But for the purpose of deadline day, they've made an appearance at the top table. And then you have Liverpool, who have uh, recently rejoined the top table and and done some business there. And then you go down, you know, down to the the lower levels. So you've got Everton turning up, you know, with with Tottenham with coupons. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think the the Deli Alley deal, you say coupons, James, you're not far from it. I think it was, I think it's officially gone down as, as a free transfer, but it's heavily uh, bonus related. So I think if he makes twenty appearances, they got to pay us twenty million or something like that. Or <sighs> it's bonus related, so it actually will equate to about forty million pounds eventually if he performs. If he performs, yeah, is which, he going to? Which is perform? a bit of a gamble, but you know, um, Alex Iwobi went there for forty odd million. Exactly, you know. It, but again, you know, you look at the money that was spent by Everton since Farhad Mashiri's been there. Honestly, if I was director of football in there right now, I'd say to Mashiri, I'd say, look. You need to clear this out now whilst maintaining a squad that's surviving in the Premier League. So it would take maybe two years to do, slowly, over maybe four or five windows, churning it out. You get a manager in there, Lampard, you've got to back him and you've got to stick with is him. He, yeah, but is he the thing. right man to go Probably into not, but he's there now. And if I was the director of football, I'd be saying, look, you're going to have to back him up. You're going to have to back him up more than a BMW engine backs its car. Yeah, you know, you're going to have to back this yeah, but guy they, up. Yeah, but they've backed all their managers. They backed Marco Silva. They, they backed Ronald back, Koeman. Yeah, but they didn't they, back, they didn't back Benitez. Benitez. Yeah, but they didn't back Benitez. But Benitez, in very much in the same way that um, Nuno Espirito Santo was thrown in at Tottenham, they were thrown in there literally to say, right, go on then, have a crack. And, you know, if we have to get rid of you in six months' time, we will. Which is what happened in both occasion so though both those managers were dead man walking as soon as they stepped through the door in my opinion in the summer and everybody knows it that's why they didn't give Benitez no money um it's come to the situation now Frank Lampard oh finally there's a job that is good enough for Frank Lampard I'm surprised he took it I'm not do you know why because he'll go in there there they can't be any worse than where they are right now he's got we spoke about it before James the, the the core of that squad the bones of what you've walked into before like you said you know before he's even stepped into the car pack he's got the England number one in goal that's a good place to start from yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Um, and he he's the sort of manager that might get the best out of someone like a Pickford 
Well, because he never performs for Everton. So, look, but I mean, going going back to the to the main nature at hand. Sorry, okay, yeah, we're well, we down... well off on a tangent, but the reality is, Everton second highest spenders in the transfer window with fifty six million pounds being spent. Uh, Liverpool, I mean, forty nine million spent. Can you argue and say, well, it, 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 it's one player, but then again, it's still forty one million pounds. I think spent. That, I think as well, Liverpool they're, they're flexing their muscles a little bit there. Well, it was thirty seven, wasn't it? But again, add on. You know that, but you've got to say, you know, a lot of people, Liverpool fans, very unhappy with with the transfer business in the summer. Very unhappy with the lack of investment in the squad. The last couple, um, of, couple and, of and that's and that's been been bubbling up under the surface i still don't think we'll be appeased i think they need one more like that in the summer like, yeah of course yeah you know, cool. you've got you yeah but for now you know that'll do. It, I, I don't that. think many liverpool fans were expecting you to sign anyone really and to no, pull that one out of the bag yeah i expected it to be very quiet i expected it to it always is isn't it on deadline day at anfield and you see that cold yeah. reporter out there yeah and, and you go yeah no no income is here i'm off to mcdonald's you know <laughs> anyway down at everton is a revolving door yeah. down there down at their, their place so uh finch farm is that it? Absolutely. Uh, Aston Villa, early in January, early. I would say they've won, they've won, they've won the window. I thought Luca no. Dean, 25 million, snip. I think that's perfect. Is that a snip? Though? Oh, great defender. Great left. One of the best left backs in the league. I would say mm. after Robertson, he would be in the conversation with Arsenal's Tierney. Uh, they're the, the real, th- and the City left back. Um, Joe Cancelo. Cancelo. They're the three. Then you go down a level and you have like, uh, you know, Reguilon, um and, and people like that. Do you know who I'd have gone out and got if I was... Um, Royco Henry. Uh, uh, if Newcastle or, no. or then I would have got Royco Henry from Brentford. I'm, I'm amazed nobody's ever picked this guy up. Zinchenko. Yeah, why isn't it? Never gets linked good with him anyway. What what a great player! He good, was centre midfield as well. Played there for Ukraine at the Euros. Got to the quarterfinals. I'm not sure how they I mean, got how much on, is but... how much is Alexander Zinchenko worth uh, even? Uh, uh, realistically, I don't know. I bet he's on a decent long contract. I bet Zinchenko's worth in realistic. If you want to buy him, twenty million. I'll have a look on transfer market while you keep talking about other clubs. Um, okay, so obviously Tottenham. Talk about Tottenham. Tottenham. Well, it was more out than in. Which I think was right. We were talking about it before, James. Um, well, I was probably just trying to defend Tottenham's transfer business. But um, we're not in any European competition now. We've just got the league. We've got the FA Cup, um, which could potentially be another couple of games maybe. We're out of the Carabao Cup, out of Europe. We've just got literally the Premier League games and and the FA Cup games. So, we, so he's trimmed the squad down to get a tighter group, get his messages across. Football manager move. Yeah, he's he's had a, he's had a clear out and, and he's needed it. And how many managers have we been through at Tottenham where they've got nothing out of Ndombele and and can't get rid of him? You know, they've been trying to get rid of him since last January. What, since they got him, first training session, I thought, yeah. what have we done here? Fifty-four million never, pounds. Ne- never, never worked. Great ability, a player with amazing ability. Same as Deli Ali. Both. Of I them. don't know why you didn't go and get Aaron Ramsey on loan. Loan. <laughs> you went to you went to Rangers. I don't you know. Think, I, That's I, the I, level of Tottenham at the minute. Good player, playing Champions League player, Aaron Ramsey. Good player. I know it's the Arsenal connection, but reality is you need a comfortable box-to-box central midfielder who'd fit the field perfectly. I don't think he fits the model of players that ages, age of player. We're trying, you know, Gareth, um, well, Aaron 31. Ramsey. Sorry, yeah, he's thirty-one. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. fit. Doesn't fit the model. We don't sign players of that age, as 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 a lot of clubs won't. Um, for the certainly for the money involved. So you it. heard it first, then Tottenham are ageist. <sighs> Why didn't Liverpool sign him then? Don't he's better it. than Oxley Chamberlain. <sighs> Rubbish. Um, so basically, <laughs> what we'll say is. Uh, Zinchenko, uh, £22.5 million uh, on December the 23rd. Yep, but here's a good stat for you. 
48 caps for Ukraine now mm. and eight goals. He's 25 years old. He'll get over 100, 100 120 yeah, caps for good, Ukraine. Good, good player. Good player, good player. Pep Guardiola's obviously a big fan of his. Uh, Man City, £14.2 million pounds yeah. all on one player. Yeah, it's the, Alvarez. It's a football manager. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's that, a football manager. One. Remember Gabriel Barbosa? Uh, Gabby Gab- Gabby Goal, yeah, Gabby Goal. He's one of those, he was actually linked. He was actually linked with West Ham in the window. West Ham, West Ham, uh, bad window, but we'll come to them. Uh, Newcastle, we got to talk about Newcastle. I, I mean, for me, for the money that they, for the money that, for the money that they have available to them, have they done enough? But why didn't you know? I heard that they made several approaches for Wijnaldum, um, really? which were rebuffed by the player on right. loan. So PSG were willing to talk allegedly. Um, but well, the allegedly play- they were trying to include him in a swap deal with Ndombele going the other way as what, well. What, to Tottenham? Yeah. Why would Wijnaldum go there? Well, yeah, that, that's the thing he didn't want to. Um, you know, I know, and I know I can come across a little bit harsh on Tottenham sometimes, but this is, you know, just a little bit of payback while the iron's hot because we both know <laughs> in a couple of years we'll probably neck and neck again. So, um, what we will say is um, Newcastle, their fan base, um, I think I think the discussion needs to be had and I think um, it's right that we have it. We had um, Rainey from Toon Talk on the show. Fellow Great James. guy. Um, you know, really good guy. Rainey, if you're listening, mate, um, you know, we really hope that you're doing well. YouTube channel's really taken off and uh, I, I am a, a big fan of yours. And, and do you know why I like Rainey? Is because unlike a lot of other Newcastle fans right now, he stayed true. He stayed real, deep football rooted opinions. Football he isn't purist. over the top. He's turned around and he goes, you know, the, you know, we spent 90, 90 odd million, but some of the signings have been good. He was happy with the Chris Wood deal. He was really yeah. happy. And a lot of Newcastle fans out and there we've had to actually saying it's go, unacceptable. We, well, just who the hell do you think you yeah. are? I know. We Well, we've had to go uh, on Twitter today and we, we've defended Chris Wood. We, we like Chris Wood. Um, our opinion, though, James, I'm sure you're with me on this one. If Callum Wilson's fit, he starts ahead of him. Understood. I agree. Yeah, you know, we, we love Callum Wilson on the TTM Sports Show. Um, if he's big, fit. Big, big, big fans. If he's fit, he's in the England squad, in our opinion. Yeah. Um, on this show. Um, so, we big, big Callum Wilson fans. But So, uh, Hugo Ekatike, they tried to sign him. I don't think he fancied it. I think he wants to stay in France for just until the end of the season to see what Did his options are. Did they get that centre-back, Carlos from Sevilla? Nope, they never got him. They failed with that one. So the, That broke down because that looked close uh, yeah, mid-January. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, they never got the big centre-back that they required. And I feel they, like they that Dan Burns... Get, Dan Burns was kind of probably waiting in the wings. That's fourth why it's or happened. fifth choice. Yeah. Homegrown quota probably works. Um, yeah. um, Trippier, obviously, fair enough. We, you know, Trippier, I know very well as a Tottenham fan. Trippier is a, is a great player, um, and he'll do well there. They're even talking about him as a captain already, and you can see that it's the right kind of character to come into that sort of situation. Or on a club, Guimarez from Lyon. Don't know an awful lot about him, if I'm honest. Highly rated in. I'd heard of him, but I haven't seen yeah. too much. I, don't, Brazil- I wouldn't be able to tell you what type. Yeah, I, I would imagine more he's, like a Fernandez. I think he'd be more like a no. I think he's more of a of a sitting in there, sort of a ball winning, oh, uh, a ball, ball carrier. Yeah, kind of like a like a holding midfield. That's how I think he is. I might be completely wrong, but oh, in my I head, thought, that's yeah, why I think absolutely. he might be quite big. Well, we'll speak to Rooney uh, to Rainey, and we'll, and we'll see what goes we'll find on there. Out, yeah. Um, um, uh, also, who else can for Matt Target on on good good signing, no. comfortable. <laughs> I, I, I like him. You don't. I don't. I don't rate Matt Target. I, I like Matt Target's uh, I like energy my wing and his backs, attitude. James, I like my wing backs. A right wing back for me 
has to be able to be very, very comfortable on the ball. Like, Which I don't. Well, know, I don't think Matt Taggart I, I like is. that. I think he is. As a I left think back, he always very looks like, on I, the ball. I think he always looks like he's on the catch up. He always looks like he's chasing someone. He always looks like he's got to make a tackle. He always looks like he's already been in the wrong position somewhere down the line. Well, there's a reason why Gerard's going to instantly uh, got exactly. rid of him. Exactly, and, and, and I always said that, and we spoke about Villa a lot. Um, mm. I know you're a big fan of Villa, James. Yeah, um, massive club. Uh, particularly Dean Smith's Villa, but and Gerard, of course, the connection that you you like Villa, and we spoke about Villa a lot and looking at With their the team stand that and they're that. doing but, as well. But by the way, I told you all along. I said. I'm not sure about Matt Target at left back. That's where I'd be looking to get a left back in. And Luca Dean, there you go, boom! What an up, instant yeah, Jacob upgrade. Jacob Ramsey, I will say, is an outstanding Jacob talent. Ram- Jacob um, Ramsey, it, you know, Callum Chambers again. I think that's a squad squad player yeah, there but, because but you're looking, again, you know, Conta's better than him. But uh, yeah, then, and I also like Courtney Hawes as well. Yeah, and well, I'd, I'd probably play Chambers a little bit ahead Why, of him because of reputation only. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably <laughs> so. But uh, what I, what I will say is that uh, you know kids play Champions League. Um, but what and he's so, and he's, so is Carl Jenkinson. You want to get him in instead of Nico Williams? No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if you talk about Courtney Hose, House, you know, in comparison to... I think right now, Chambers Courtney Hawes, I'd have him all day long over Callum Chambers. Yeah, but you would also have Pierre, you know, Hoiberg over Fabinho, you know? I so would. Yeah, which I, which, which, which yeah, I would. No, I'd have them together because I think together... Hoiberg could win the ball and he could just pass it five yards uh, to Fabinho. I, I, your your love for Hoiberg is admirable, but what I will say, is I like him. I like his character. Fan, I like his character, mate. I like, I like, no, I like his attitude. I like. He, he I like thinks his vibe. he's hard. He thinks he's hard as nails. No, he and he doesn't. acts hard, and I don't like that about him. You know, I, I think as someone who's hard, yeah, Andy Robertson thinks he's hard. Andy no, he Robertson, yes, he. Does. No, he doesn't. Andy Robertson, Harry Kane should have been sent no. off about him. Yeah, well, know, Harry everybody Kane knows fuck, it. Harry Kane didn't mess around with him. Well, back to back to the nature at hand. Back to the nature at hand. One sign in James, I do want to throw out there, which mm. is let's just get a bit more positivity going because I, the more I think about Andy Robertson, the more scared I get. Um, you should be because so, he's a class player. But carry on. But a feel-good, feel-good transfer. Christian Eriksen's rocked up at um, the Brentford Community oh, Stadium. Do you know what, mate? I'm um, I'm going to be completely polarising now. I, I mentioned it briefly off air. I'm not sure. Like, I want it to work, and I see the fairy tale, and I see the... The, the, the football romance um, with, with this deal and I love the fact that, that he's playing however are you sure that should he be playing is that thing that he's had fitted you know watertight like 100% there are players rate, or is there anyone had one of those things yeah, that's they, had another heart attack no so Daily Blind has one and he right and he's been okay and that's is that after the United after my yeah, United. he had he had a cardiac arrest when he was at Ajax in I think it was in a, in a training game or like when they have like the winter break it was over somewhere else. They had the youngster as well Ajax a few years ago. No, didn't that they? was something different. That, right. that yeah, that's a happy. That's why they all, all you'll notice that they all wear thirty four where they can. Yeah. So Clivert when he went to Roma was thirty four. Uh, Van der Beek's thirty four because that was his squad number. Interesting. And he's he um had a cardiac arrest. Is he come back round now? He has come no, round, doesn't he? But he's yeah, never played yeah, again. He, he suffered brain brain injury oh, because of that. Um, good player as well. Very, yeah, really good prospect. Um, came through the academy at the same time as Ziyech. Um, but anyway, moving on from him. But um, what were we saying? Oh, Ericsson. So Ericsson again. So obviously, Ajax connection strong with him. Uh, coming from Ajax and they had him back and he was training there. I, I think it's smart because the Danish contingent, the Danish contingent fits in, he's, he's be in, in there. there as well yeah uh, all the coaching staff are Danish the manager's Danish um, I think Thomas Frank's a pretty straight shooting guy I think he'll be honest with him I think he's the right guy to put an arm around him and say look 
you say it working if it ain't working yeah, you'll tell yeah, him yeah. straight or if it is working you say look you need to I, I just no, I, I worry think, I, think I, I do club... it as a fact I worry if he breaks down again you know <sighs> I think he can go you to know... a club like that where there's not as much attention if he was to go bang if Man United suddenly went alright okay we'll go and get you on a free transfer and you're going to go in there and you're going to play in there alongside Bruno Fernandes at Old Trafford in front of 75,000 you get thrown in the deep end at Brentford he can quietly go about his business the fans will love him. We know what the atmosphere is like down there. They'll take to him straight away. Do you mean it's a, it's a comfortable yet competitive move? Yeah, it's it's a it's a good environment for him to be in at this stage. Mm. Okay, right, good. So that that's Brentford. It's a good bit of business for Brentford actually. Very good, very um, good. Brighton, fourteen million pounds spent. Re- Not sure what they I think they signed a squad. signed a player, a youngster from yep. Paraguay or somewhere like that, and he's going to remain on loan over there. But we all know what Brighton their scouting network's it's mental, incredible. And uh, same as uh, Burnley, twelve million yeah, Burnley, pounds spent. Now everyone's everyone said when Chris Wood went to Newcastle. Oh, oh my I God, said they've that's weak, it. They they weakened the rivals. They played one game since then, and they drew nil nil away at Arsenal. Um, so they've shown they've still got that steel. But they, they just draw, don't but they? But they draw. The but what? But what they've done is they've got Chris Wood out the door, brought in twenty million, and for twelve million they've gone and got Vert Veghorst from Wolfsburg. It's a very good signing. It's a very, very good signing. signing. But he's proven goal we scorer. We also we all saw him in the Euros. Yeah, absolutely. He looked a real handful up front for Holland um, with the pie playing off of him. You know, imagine getting Maxwell Corne playing off of Vert Veghorst. I, I think you've got I half a chance. I think I'd tell you, you might have a chance. To, uh... Dwight, McNeil, Dwight McNeil's delivery is superb. Um, they get balls into the box. He's six foot, whatever. Um, good striker. Um, I mean, I, if that's a good bit of business, the I, manager I like there that at Burnley, Sean Dyche, I think I uh, could get a tune out of him. That could be a really good bit of business, actually. I mean, mm. Benu, if you're Newcastle, you might have been looking at him. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, but what we will say is that's that. Um, a quick, before we dip down into the championship, Premier League clubs uh, actually spent a fortune. So they spent. Three hundred and two point nine million. Okay, in comparison, they they did bring in one hundred and fifty nine million. So the net spend is you're looking at around one hundred and forty million pounds. Um, last season, only eighty four million pound was spent in January. Uh, the biggest ever January transfer window was two thousand and eighteen. Four hundred and sixty five million pounds was spent, and I think that was the Virgil Van Dijk deal was a main contributor of that. Mm. But this has been the biggest window for four years. So this goes to show that, that clubs are now, you know, getting a bit more trigger happy, maybe a bit more um, less COVID relating spending. And it's going back on that upward trend as it was before, if you see what I mean. Because mm. um, it, it was getting ridiculous, wasn't it? The transfer fees from 2015, 16, 17, 18, it was hyper inflated. Obviously, you can see then it culminates 2018, £465 million spent COVID. Bang. Yeah, but uh, do, do you think that the Newcastle um, takeover has had an impact on that? Because now there's well, it's still there's recovering. new mon- there's new money on the scene, so that you know that money's filtering around. You know, so for example, uh, Newcastle have gone and signed Guimarães from Lyon. That's then freed up the money for them to sign Ndombélé back from Spurs, which has then freed up the money for Spurs well, to go and sign Benton. That's if they go make it term. That's if they make it permanent. But yeah, what- but even so, we're getting a loan fee. Right, you know, that money's filtering back through the system. Out. Out let's, say, let's say they spent a hundred million. Yeah, still two hundred million, still yeah, which is more. But last pounds. year we were still in the pan, like exactly. deep in the, so within I, the pandemic. I think football's starting to recover. Mm. Um, around the whole of Europe, um, you could argue that that around six hundred eighty million's been spent. Half of that straight away is the Premier League. Just going through the clubs' numbers, um, Crystal Palace made. Well, they spent ten million. Wolves four and a half million. Watford three point two million. Um, you know, I, I think um, take out. Newcastle, Everton, Liverpool, Villa. 
the rest has been a pretty standard January, you yeah. know. Um, so let's have a look at some of the people that have been sold. So Manchester City topped the table for funds received during this uh, frantic January transfer window. They cashed in 55.2 million from the sale of Ferran Torres to a inverted commas broke Barcelona. Yeah, the, yeah but the thing is with Barcelona is they have got money. They, they're, they're, it's not an issue with the money. They've got the money. They're just restrained by some strict regulations imposed on them by La Liga, which if you put it, if you really think about it deeply, it's probably got something to do with the fact that they're from Catalonia. Um, that's probably a, a whole different situation that we don't want to go down, but I guarantee you that's got something to do with it. Um, so they're, they're heavily restricted with wages, so they can't, but they can sign the players with the actual upfront fees. So they've gone straight to a man sitting on his 55 million. We'll have um, Ferran Torres off you. Weird one, though. I'd have kept him. I thought he was good. I thought he was good. And I thought he was well. good in the Euros as well. They didn't have a striker. And they've sold, like, Ferran yeah, Torres. Yeah, it's a weird one. But, uh, you know, and they've gone out, they've got Adama Traore, which I think Spurs maybe dodged a bullet with him. Um, I wasn't part of the, the Adama Traore hype train. Right. Um, are you saying I was? No, 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 I'm agreeing. Like, yeah. No, I was going to say, I, I, I was excited possibly about signing him. You know, why not? If you can get him, get him, get him. It's something different. Well, Adama Traore, you know. Like missed out we, we saw on Twitter, we saw those Tottenham shirts with Adama number 37 on the mm. bag. We all saw it. Yeah, yeah. And then that went, and it's okay, we got Diaz. <laughs> I never thought we were going to sign him either because I'm a realistic Tottenham fan. So mm. I didn't ever think we were going to sign him as soon. We knew James from the start of the transfer window. Liverpool were interested in Diaz. He was just a little prod that they needed to go and get the deal done. Because it was going to be done in the summer. We did miss out on Fabio Caballo. The deal was actually made, but what will happen now is he'll join in the, it's clear, he'll, he'll join in the summer. It's clear. And it'll be a tribunal. So we'll end up paying 10 million rather than seven. Um, but uh, look, yeah, that's what it so is. Let's, um, rank, let's rank the, 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 the Premier League, shall we? So... I mean, Villa really strengthened, didn't they? I think uh, in key, key positions. I think that uh, Aston Villa made some wonderful signings. Um, if we're looking now uh, around Europe as well, so we were at Barcelona, weren't we? They also brought in Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang and he went behind Arsenal's back on deadline day. We nearly had an o- Odin Wingy 2.0. Very nearly, very nearly, but I, I think he, actually he turned around and said that he was on a family visit to, uh, to the new camp. Oh really? He was, uh, yeah, he had deck chairs. He had uh, he he was having a barbecue outside. In outside the, the ground. Yeah, in the hot Catalonian sun. Hold on a minute. I've been to Barcelona. There ain't no beaches around the stadium, mate. No, he was. That's what he was doing. He was having a family visit, apparently. What do you mean down? I'm the... I'm I'm very glad to see the back of that human being out of the Premier League. I think he's a disgrace. Well, um, he's one of uh, Lamborghini's most wonderful coveted customers yeah of course and he, have you ever seen the picture of the um the african player of the year awards um, yeah i did Com. yeah i did and i was disrespectful mares and mares and salah in there in full tuxedo mm. and then a bamiyang who's 31 32 years old is there with like a, a just a t-shirt and a pair of jeans and like a you know his medallions all hanging out and, and, a, and a flat piece it looks like he bought it from <laughs> Bristol Market, <laughs> like, <laughs> absolute joke of that guy. Um, so yeah, see you later. Turning up late, you know I don't like Arsenal, but you got to respect at least respect your club that pays your money. I think the Arsenal uh, fans are brilliant on on especially on Twitter Spaces this month. They've been brilliant. They're fuming. Um, well, yeah, we, let's let's talk about it. James brings on nicely. Teams who have done nothing, nothing at all really. Arsenal done nothing. Uh, Norwich done nothing. Probably restricted Down. Dean Smith. That's Dean's, it. No, I think planning for next season, going. mate. I think well, they 
Todd Cantwell. They've got a model. They've got a model. Yeah, well, he's obviously not doing anything for anyone. Southampton, nothing to be expected. I am staggered that Todd Cantwell has left the bottom of the league, Norwich. He's one of their best players. Is he, though? Yeah. What's he done this season? Irrelevant. He's, he's still one of their reason, best players. There's a reason he ain't playing. Well, uh, they were on about he was going to Tottenham. He would fit the level, I would think, of a Tottenham. <laughs> Come on. You know, Todd Cantwell, good player. You know, would fit nice as a little flair player in the middle. I'll take him in the Liverpool squad. No, I would. You yeah, I would. No, you yeah, I would. He's a good player. Good player. Um, but yeah, look, no. Um, Norwich for me, they're gone. Game over. Other clubs? Southampton? Uh, Chelsea didn't do anything. But what they did do is they managed to um, secure the um, video scripted apology of Romelu Lukaku so that you know that is something Chelsea um, have started their summer business though haven't they we now know that a deal has been agreed a transfer fee has been agreed with Barcelona um, he was offered uh, for Dembele he was offered to him for 20 million Chelsea I'd said yeah we'll Hudson do that boy. but I'd I think they're well, well I, I think um, Dembele if he's at the right club I know Klopp loves him um, I would happily take Dembele and then you've got the new front three haven't you they, they, they do say that Liverpool are in the market for another one of the front three because if Salah, Mane and Firmino do go eventually we need another front three so you've got Yota, Diaz and it would be Dembele which would make perfect sense that would be frightening you got to keep Salah mate I agree the Egyptian king the Egyptian hero king. So Chelsea, legend nothing. Manchester United have done nothing although um, oh come on! Last outgoings. summer was enough windows to yeah. last them for three few or four, outgoings. wasn't it? But the, they, they've trimmed the squad down a little bit. But Van, Van der Beek, you would have probably thought maybe you might want to keep. Why him. didn't he? Why didn't they play him? Because when he's played for him, he's, he's looked good. Yeah, it, I, I Van der Beek's looked good. I don't understand that one. At I all. just don't get it. I mean, they treat him like a a cold steak bake. Just not <laughs> enough love. Everton will treat him like a warm steak Van der Beek. You know, and they and, and we all love one of them. We do, uh, but Man United. The, the other thing as well, not only have they, um, not only have they seen Van der Beek unavailable, they've also uh, they're not going to have Mason Greenwood available, and rightly so. Um, I hope he never pulls on the football shirt again in this country or any country. Um, so that that's all we've got to say about him. But you know, it's another player they're not going to have in the squad for the time being. Um, Lingard, what's going on with that Lingard? The player wanted to go. The club wouldn't release him. Why though? What are you keeping him for? I feel sorry for him I because so when he sorry. went, uh, I'm pleased he's not gone to Newcastle. Um, I think he's better than them yeah, at absolutely. the minute, and I think he should have went to West Ham. They wouldn't let him go to West Ham. He should have went to West Ham. Well, that well that just tells you everything that you need to know. Um, next club, Leeds did nothing. I mean, but, but frightened. That's fine because I'm frightened for them. They have got known. a lot coming back from injury. We keep hearing about Leeds United getting players back from injury. Look. We had the comment the other week that, um, that that Leeds United were improving. All right, okay, great. No worries, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. I like Leeds United. I've said this, I don't know how many times I've got to say it, I do like Leeds United. But the comment was made that Everton were having a terrible season. I, um, they don't know what's going on there. Yet if Everton win their game and then they go above Leeds. Yeah, I totally agree. Leeds, you know, but we know what they're like. They're not going to go out and sign, you know... Journeyman. I think they won their window not, by keeping older that. players like Ravinia. Yeah, there was never any truth in that. Calvin Phillips ain't leaving Leeds, and if and if he is, it's to go to somewhere very very good, not West Ham. Mm. All all due respect to West Ham, uh, but he ain't going to you. I've and heard, if he's going I've to heard you, that's Real interested. What in Calvin Phillips? Yeah, he's he's good enough in my opinion. Um, Leicester did nothing. Mm, I think squad's I think, okay. I, I think. think yeah, they've had a lot of injuries as well. Yeah. I just think. Uh, they're going to have to go again in the summer, Leicester. They just need to finish top half now and just go again in the summer, unfortunately, and hope that they can keep Ola Tillemont. 
Um, West Ham. Disappointing because West they're Ham. pushing. They've got European football to come as well. Um, I thought they would have done something. However, I actually think they, they've had a lot of heavy investment over the last couple of windows. Um, who did they bring in in the summer? They brought in the two Czech guys, didn't they? Thomas Crow and the guy who plays up front sometimes when Antonio doesn't, I can't remember his name. Belovich. Uh, not sure, but um, so they've got they brought those guys. And I can't remember who they brought in in the summer. Oh, Kurt Zuma, that yeah, was 45, 50 million. Wonderful signing. <laughs> signing. Yeah, so um, you, could, you have to say, yeah, they have backed him in the summer, maybe just couldn't get anything over the line now. But you worry about them. I don't worry about them at all. I hope they don't do well ever. Oh, I but like West Ham, no, just not when they're beating Liverpool at home. No. Uh, and then the other club we want to talk about, obviously, um, Arsenal. Arsenal, Arsenal, nothing through the door again. They've got rid of a lot of players. You look who's walked out the door at Arsenal this this um, window. Maitland-Niles, um, Balagan, the striker, oh, has gone on loan to Middlesbrough. Uh, Callum Chambers has gone to Aston Villa. I think Kolasinac has gone um, to Marseille. Um, who else has gone? Aubameyang. Pablo Mari, has he got? No, not Pablo Mari. Who's the William Saliba. Who's the centre-back that's gone? He's already on loan at Marseille. And one of their centre-backs has gone out. And now Aubameyang as well. And Ketia, they failed to agree anything with him. They probably just wouldn't let him go. But Aubameyang's gone. So they, they've, they've lost some players from that squad. I just squad don't understand. I just don't get what's going on there. Is it the director of football? We don't know. What we do know is we are now looking forward to uh, a strong year with, with the TTM Sports Show. Uh, starting to make some moves with the rankings and views have not only trebled over the last couple of weeks alone. Again, we pay homage to our listeners. If you're listening at work on a shovel that's on wheels we commend you if you're listening in hyderabad in the south of india we absolutely love that too if you're listening in america which we know there are plenty of you we say hello to you too and any listeners even as far down as south africa and of course australia even a couple in germany um you know if you're listening to us we thank you very much we uh, also take you uh, to another episode that recorded earlier this week with Shah from The Day Away, the Rochdale podcast. You should catch that, talking a lot about uh, the Her Game 2 movement, which was really good. Yeah, it was great to uh, speak to Shah last night, and I think it's good to shine a light on these sort of things. You know, the Her, Ga- Her Game 2 movement is is something that we heavily support on the TTM Sports Show, um, and it was great to get some real insight from somebody right on the inside of it. Um, so... Props to Sean up the Rochdale. Absolutely. A couple of other things to uh, to mention. We have now made the move to the Sports Social Podcast Network, the UK's leading podcast network. Head over to there to, to listen to some wonderful podcasts over there as well. Um, After you've listened to us. Of course. We've got a lot more collaborations coming up soon. Um, that's it from me. And that's it from me. And we'll see you again very, very soon. Hello sports fans and thank you for listening to the TTM Sports Show. The sports podcast that's by the fans, for the fans. Where you can guarantee explosive debate, trending topics, big interviews and guests, and regular uploads. Proudly sponsored by Prestige Paving and Patios and Anstis Grounds and Gardens. So strap yourself in for the latest episode of the TTM Sports Show. Podcast Network.